The Scream Kings are in no way responsible for any encounters with the paranormal, extraterrestrial abductions, eldritch insanity, hauntings, curses, hexes, demonic possessions, cryptozoological sightings, or any loss of sleep that may result from listening to this podcast. This is the Scream Kings podcast. I'm Nathaniel Darkish. And this is Max George. Welcome to the very first Screaming Crowns episode. That's right, this is a special, one-of-a-kind horror extravaganza. We are talking the premier horror awards for the Scream Kings podcast, the Screaming Crowns, also more commonly known as the Tarot Awards. For those of you who are not in the know of this extravagant event tonight, gather round, take a seat, Bring out your Ouija boards, bring out those tarot cards, and let's talk the best of the best. 2019, Nathaniel. Yep, let's roll on down to that red carpet. Oh, wait, no, it was white before the (laughs) bloodstains. Let's give everyone some context. We could go on and on with this, and people would just shut us off, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't blame them. (laughs) So we have been thinking about something like this probably for about a year, Nathaniel, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, at least. It kind of, for me at least, developed after Tony Collette's did not get a nomination for any type of Academy Award. Which is still, let us uh, emphasize, the worst criminal crime. So, we decided to take matters into our own hands and develop kind of a ranking system for the year of 2019. And we want to present this to you on the lovely spooky day of Halloween. Um, And let's review the year and all of the different horror mediums that have come out, we've created some categories. Each category has four nominations. Um, and we're going to kind of dive into some of these and talk about the movies and what was good, what was bad. Uh, and then we're going to have winners. And we'll yeah. see who is the best horror of 2019. Good thing Hereditary didn't come out in 2019. Or it would have swept the awards. Okay, but uh, and, and I guess one little uh, point of clarification. So it isn't just 2019. Basically, fr- uh, starting from All Saints Day, so November 1st uh, of 2018, up until uh, Halloween this year. So that way we have a full year of movies, a full year of content. That way, if something that comes out in December, you know, it, it doesn't get, get overlooked. And honestly, that is kind of our calendar year, Halloween to Halloween. <laughs> I mean, we are, the, we are the Scream Kings. Yep, yep. Basically, it's a uh, Happy New Year for those of you listening. <laughs> so we're calling this the Screaming Crowns because as all of our listeners know, we love to rate our movies with screams and crowns. Screams representing how scary the movie is and crowns obviously representing how well done the movie is or how great of a movie we think it is. So we decided to kind of combine those two terms, but we realized the Screaming Crowns doesn't quite roll off the tongue. So we're going to 
you know, for short, call these the tarot awards. Each category has a specific tarot card that I've assigned to it that I feel like best embodies the spirit of the nominations. It'll be kind of fun to, to see the different tarot card meanings and, and how they correlate to these crazy movies. Absolutely. All right, so what is the first category that you have for us there, Max? <laughs> Let's talk about it. The Let's just, like, start off the bat scariest movie of 2019 this is a big category i think for us and this tarot card that we've assigned to it is the tower um, for those of you who know tarot the tower is a very ominous and kind of negative card that you get in the deck it represents disaster and fear and kind of upheaval so what better card to represent movies that terrify us that make us feel like we've been upheaved that's quite the word upheaved yeah it sounds kind of like vomited up so our four nominations for scariest horror of 2019 we have the masterpiece that is midsummer the overhyped masterpiece known as it chapter two man you're wearing your opinions on your sleeve <laughs> i know i need to stop but we also have jordan peele's wonderful show us and kind of the black horse of this awards the, the term is dark horse. A dark horse. Oh my god. <laughs> Pazuzu is with me strong. Dark horse. Ready or not, which did very, very well and has gotten some incredible kind of feedback from the community. Absolutely. All right. So again, it's Midsummer. It Chapter 2. Us and Ready or Not. And I guess... did. Did we kind of go over our, our ranking system here of, of how we, we came to, to make a judgment call? I don't think we did, Nathaniel. Lay, lay it down on us. Lay it thick. All right. So both Max and I uh, gave each movie a uh, value, um, You kind of based on a combination of our Screams and Crown rankings. Now, there are some movies that, that you know maybe one of us saw and the other one didn't. And so, you know, in that case... Uh, it was based solely on the other, or just the person who saw its score. Uh, and then finally, we also introduced uh, the IMDb ranking uh, as well to kind of even things out and see what the, the community has to say. Now, we admit this isn't necessarily a perfect system. In the future, we would love to, to have it maybe be based on listener feedback rather than specifically IMDb, because uh, that also includes the opinions of all people who don't like horror and they don't matter. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, but that that's uh, what we've uh, done this, this first time around. So, uh, without further ado, let's find out which movie won The Tower. Let me consult the Ouija board. Bear with. Oh, Dark Spirits Beyond, who is the winner of The Tarot? The Tower Tarot. Oh, boy. Say that ten times fast, Nathaniel. Oh. Tower, tarot, 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 tarot. The planchette okay. moves, and the winner is... Midsummer takes the award. Absolutely. I don't think anyone would have been too surprised by you reading off all of those nominations. <laughs> I know. Again, good thing Hereditary is not one of the nominations, or it would be a very short episode. And it's Hereditary yet again. It wasn't even in this category. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving down the tower. See what I did there? Mm -hmm. um our next category is one of my favorites the best supernatural horror of 2019 and i want to point out that supernatural 
this category is encompassing more of the ghosties, the ghoulies, the haunted houses, the... Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, we have our own specific category for demons, because as we know, demons are a friend of mine. So again, let's let's kind of get in that ghosty mood, um, the ectoplasmic kind of a, a vibe right now. Absolutely. So our nominations for the High Priestess Award for Best Supernatural uh, are Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, The Curse of La Llorona, Midsummer and Mercy Black. And just to review, our tarot for this category is known as the High Priestess. Again, for those of you who know tarot, the High Priestess is very involved with the mysterious, the unseen, the things that represent supernatural. And speaking of supernatural, I think there's an orb flying towards me with a an envelope. <gasps> What? Well, this is this is peculiar. I, I would take a picture of it, but you know, I know how orbs show up on camera. Okay, and it is. Oh, looks like we have another win for Midsummer. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so Midsummer is not in all of our categories. I feel like we didn't plan this out very well. All right, so Midsummer has two awards. Yes, so it, Midsummer is, is currently sweeping with the Tower and the High Priestess Awards, um, but let's see what is coming our way with the Slasher category. Yes, so the Slasher category um, was almost one of the most difficult categories I felt like to develop. I, f I talked to a few people about movies that they thought were Slasher in 2019, and there was some very controversial opinions about what is what. It kind of surprised me. So the four nominations that we have are kind of the ones that we really... If you don't believe that they're true slasher movies, we apologize. This is as good as we could get it. All right? All right. And, uh, and, and what uh, card do we have associated with slasher this time? Um, the only one that fits the slasher motif, which would be the death card. Uh, no explanation needed, I think. Yeah, that one's pretty pretty on point. All right, so our nominations. We have Happy Death Day to You, Child's Play, Ready or Not, and Velvet Buzzsaw. And the winner Oh, oh, what is that? Are the are the crystals speaking to you? No, instead, blood is slowly forming on my wall. Ah, with, that's what it is. Bear with, bear with. It says red rum. No, it says velvet buzzsaw for a sneak attack. Who'd have thunk? I, I will have to trust you on that one because I have not seen it yet. Yeah, it's a surprisingly fun movie. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is in it, and he plays a very pretentious art critic who I identified with on a very spiritual level. Um, you just actually, wish you were Jake Gyllenhaal. I wish something about <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, it's a very clever indie film. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's fairly easy to watch. Um, I don't think everyone's going to love it. But it held up. IMDb gave it pretty good marks, and so did I. So, best slasher of 2019, Velvet Buzzsaw. Okay. All right, do you want to... Uh, yes, I do. 
kick things off with best monster? <laughs> oh, best monster. We're we're skipping my category, huh? Oh well, we can bounce around. <laughs> um, so best monster. This was the second category that I struggled with in formulating our nominations. Um, monster and slasher for a lot of people seem to kind of merge and go back and forth between. Um, so the four that we kind of determined are crawl. It Chapter 2, which a lot of people had feelings about, uh, The Golem, and Zombieland 2. Okay, and what is the uh, card associated with this category, Max? The tarot for best monster is the world, because, quite frankly, the world is a monster, especially right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a scary place. All right. Nathaniel, I want your opinion on this. It Chapter 2. Monster movie? Slasher movie? I would say definitely a monster movie. I mean, it is a monster. And that's kind of what the basis of this category was, is that all of the kind of murdering (laughs) aspects of the movie had to be non-human. And you could argue that Child's Play, that is not non-human, or even Happy Death Day to you. Um, But at the end of the day, these are our nominations. Crawl, It Chapter 2, The Golem, Zombieland 2. All right, so let me just throw some runes and... Oh! Huh, let me see. I just have to to remember my ancient symbols. Okay, the pagan symbols are coming up with It Chapter 2 as as a solid (gasps) win. Woohoo! This is a solid movie. If you guys really want to get spooked this year... With a solid horror movie, go see It Chapter 2. It's a fun ride. It's not perfect. We talk about how it's not perfect, but it's a pretty fun ride. Yeah, we. I mean, we. we I, I would say generally felt very positive about it. Um, really enjoyed the movie. Uh, I've, I've recommended it to, to anyone who has been interested in it. Um, it's, it's With some of these categories, it's kind of hard to compare movies. Like Zombieland versus It is kind of a, I don't know comparing apples to rocks <laughs> you know it's it's just different kind of kind of thing i i personally had a blast with zombie land too by the way um just saw it last week and had had a lot of fun not necessarily a necessary sequel but a fun one nonetheless just a, a little throw uh throw away thing there because we hadn't brought it up yet all right but now i'll let you take the the uh the reins for the the category that you claimed is your own. I do. This is what I'm calling the best occult of 2019. The tarot card that I've associated with this category is the devil. The devil. That's my favorite card. That's not true. But this category I want to explain to everyone is separated from best supernatural in that this is involving anything to do with the demonic, demonic possessions, um, antichrists, Pazuzu, <laughs> anything re- related to our good Lord and Savior Lucifer. And he can be children. yours. Yeah, he is. It's fine. All right. <laughs> um, our nominations for Best Occult 2019. I Trap the Devil, which is an awesome indie movie that I don't think a lot of people know about. Annabelle Comes Home. Eli, which was just released on Netflix, and another indie that you can find on Shudder called Bezelbooth. 
Um, all are very gritty demonic horror movies that are not for the faint of heart. And the winner is... Oh, I feel Pazuzu taking me. Grab the holy water, Nathaniel. The winner is... Bezel Booth for another dark horse. All right, and and now uh, so we can continue. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Okay, now we can go. All right. But <laughs> All right. Let's be honest. Pazuzu is never going to leave us. Yeah, that's true. I, I think he's made a permanent home in this podcast, and mm-hmm. he's hanging out in one of our microphones or something. I okay. Mean, I did invite him into my body, so that's fine. Yep, a couple of times. <laughs> okay, so uh, next up, we have our Emperor Award for Best Actor. Now, Emperor, eh, I'd say this one doesn't really take that much explanation either. Um, you know, it's it's a figure of, of authority and awesomeness. So, pff, yeah, of course it's the Emperor. All right, so our uh, wonderful nominations for this wonderful award... Uh, are Bill Hader uh, for It Chapter 2, Bill Skarsgård for It Chapter 2, Jack Rayner for Midsommar, and Dacry Montgomery for Stranger Things. I hope I said his name correctly. We say that every time we say his name. (laughs) We should have looked it up before, but whatever. (laughs) Spoiler alert, he didn't win. Okay, um... <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, the fridge magnets are, are arranging themselves in a interesting way. Oh, yeah, so there's the letters. Mm-hmm. B-I-L-L. Well, that doesn't help us that much. That's half the character, or half the people nominated. <laughs> H-A-D-E-R. Oh, Bill Hader takes it! <gasps> Bill Hader, of course Bill Hader takes it. He blew my mind in It Chapter 2. Yeah, he really killed it. I I loved his performance. I mean, really, most of the cast in in Chapter 2 really, really impressed me. But there's just something about his performance that really just just hit it it home. All right, do you want to take us uh, into our next category? Yes. um, Now let's move away from the Emperor and talk about the Empress. Similar to the award we just gave, this includes four incredibly talented actresses who have really shaped the horror genre this last year, in my opinion. Um, Our first nomination is Florence Pugh from Midsummer, the lead of that movie, who did an incredible job, um, especially for a no-name. I don't know a ton of stuff that she's been in, and she really put her mark on our genre with Midsummer. The second nominee is Lupita Nyong'o, from us again an incredibly talented woman who really shook the foundations of that movie i think without her it would not have been impactful and powerful i think mm-hmm. uh, her acting in us was just mind-blowing uh, especially her... that she played two characters so well <laughs> yes uh her co-actor which i'm going to horribly pronounce this name and i apologize but shahadi wright joseph i think um, you got it right Oh, awesome. Who was Lupita's daughter in the movie Us, and she also did a really fantastic job, and her other was horrifying and terrifying and scary, and she gives me nightmares. Um, the last nominee is the lovely and talented Maya Hawk, who plays Robin of the Scoops Troop in Stranger Things 3. 
Um, your new girlfriend, also. Ha! She's known by. <laughs> well, she is wonderful. Yes, she is. And, oh, I believe my other is at the door. I'll be right back. You think that was a uh, clue of who's going to win, but it was not. <laughs> it was not, because, plot twist, just like the movie Us, Florence Pugh wins for Midsummer. Midsummer takes its third award for the Empress Tarot Award for Best Actress. All right. Now, next up, we're going to get into indie titles. Uh, and for that, we chose The Hermit because, well, it's a hermit. Makes sense. I feel like a lot of these don't take that much explanation. Um, so <laughs> our our uh, choices here, and full disclosure, I have watched none of these movies, uh, is Bizzlebooth, The Golem, Velvet Buzzsaw, and In the Tall Grass, which I did admit, or I admittedly did read the novella of, and really disliked anyway let's go on yeah the the critics also did not love in the tall grass so you are not alone there nathaniel yeah it okay i'm just gonna take a brief moment and talk about in the tall grass the <laughs> please, do. please do because i also want to talk about the winner okay so in the tall grass was written by two of my favorite horror authors Stephen King, and his son, Joe Hill. And for some reason, when their powers were combined for this particular project, they just made something that just, I don't know, it just upset me, but like not in a, like, oh, that was scary, just like, oh, that was unpleasant sort of way. So I just, I, as soon as I, I heard that they were making a movie, I was like, oh, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, it has not done great, but did anyway. a lot. It did much better than a lot of the other no kind of potential nominations that I had. Indie movies are kind of hit or miss, don't you feel like? Either they yeah. are super, super, super good, or they just kind of are lacking something. I don't know. We've talked about how I hate B movies, and I think indie movies sometimes have that kind of a feel. Well, I mean, technically, really, almost anything indie is going to be a B or C budget. That's so, true. what you're really saying is that you just dislike some B-movies. Mm -mm. We will have to agree to disagree. The winner, however, of Best Indie is Beelzebuth, which also won the award for Best Occult. Um, Beelzebuth is a very gritty and very intense story of the Antichrist. Um, the opening scene, there is a mass murder in the NICU. So that's intense, and that's within like five minutes of the show starting. Uh, so if that kind of stuff is too much for you, definitely avoid this movie. But if you have a depraved soul like myself, check it out, because the story is very original and very cool and kind of different than what we see when we talk about the Antichrist. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the the Antichrist trope is is has been done to death ever since the Omen. But occasionally, you see something that really mixes stuff up in in an interesting, fresh way. Uh, and so I I kind of want to check it out because I I want a, uh, a fresher take on it. So I would love to do a full episode about it, Nathaniel. Let's open up our schedule. Sounds good. All right. So should we move into the next category? Absolutely. Um, this is a, kind of a very special category for me. Um, making this, I really thought of the, over the last year, kind of 
who has impacted us as horror fans, the category is best alternative horror medium. And we want that to kind of be interpreted as books, poems, podcasts, even really anything outside of the realm of a horror movie or horror TV show, which is coming. Um, The tarot that I've assigned to this category is The Hanged Man, because this is kind of on top of what we usually do with the podcast. It's it's other horror mediums that we enjoy. Yeah, and uh, you'll you'll, uh, probably recall several of these uh, from uh, recent episodes. Uh, In fact, three out of these four uh, we've had uh, guests for on the show. So uh, hopefully the fact that, you know, it's, it's spread across, you know, multiple uh, guests uh, it, it even sings out a little bit but our nominations are video palace uh, f- which is of course a podcast uh, knowing my nightmares which is also a podcast i am not your final girl which is a book of poetry and then finally inspection which is a horror novel uh, i guess i should mention the authors of those uh, i am not your final girl is claire c holland and inspection is Josh Mailerman. And also knowing my nightmare, Charlie Conlon has developed into a very good friend of our podcast. Um, but also his podcast about his nightmares and sleep paralysis that he goes through is nuts. I just listened to his Ouija board episode and it was one of those things that stuck around and I had to watch The Office because I needed something happy to to throw off all of the negative juju that his podcast gave me. Thanks, Charlie. All right. So, uh, with all of that preamble in mind, uh, should we announce our winner? Yes. And the winner of Best Alternative Horror of 2019, the winner of the Hangman Tarot, goes to Video Palace. So, our next category is the best tv show and the card we chose for that was the lovers because what better thing than for the uh medium that you can netflix and chill to exactly i'm very proud of the tarot assignment for this category yeah i've been laughing about it ever since you told me i feel very witty for creating that (laughs) all right uh so our nominations are stranger things three the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Castle Rock, and What We Do in the Shadows. Those last three was each, you know, the first season. All right. And, oh, oh, let's see what uh, what we got in the TV guide here. It looks <laughs> like... TV guide? How old are you? I TV Guide it. only recently stopped. <laughs> and it what makes it spooky <laughs> because it's a dead medium. What does the TV Guide tell us, Nathaniel? It definitely says that uh, the winner is Stranger Things 3. I don't think that surprised anybody. Stranger Things 3 is amazing. Go watch it. All right. Do you want to uh, explain our uh, next category? <laughs> yes. This was a very, very fun category to create. It was also one of the more difficult ones. This is the biggest letdown of 2019. The tarot card that I've assigned to this category is The Fool, for obvious reasons. Um, Though, actually, The Real Fool is us for watching it. 
I know. Oh, boy. These movies wanted to be good, and they were not. They excited us with trailers, and they did not execute those trailers. Um, this is kind of the worst of the worst of the year. We usually don't talk about like substantially bad movies on the podcast at regular, so this is kind of fun to revisit some of the flops of the year. Yeah. So the first nomination is the atrocious remake of The Beloved Pet Cemetery, which do not get me started. Do not get me started. I won't. The second movie up for nomination is Lizzie McGuire's horrendous portrayal of Sharon <laughs> Tate in The Haunting of Sharon Tate, which had so much potential. Manson is such a riveting character to display in a horror medium, and this movie was so bad. Um, the third nomination of this category is also very heartbreaking. It is Ma. The trailers for Ma fascinated me and i was super excited to see what this was going to be about i felt like it was a cool original new plot and story and then i saw the movie and i wanted to gouge my eyeballs out yeah and i mean like we got a killer actress as the lead in that and uh. right (sighs) and then finally our last one is hellboy a movie that i uh I'm just so heartbroken about. It's because it's Hopper. You wanted Hopper to be the best Hellboy he could be. And he, and full disclosure, he was fantastic. The movie <laughs> sucked, but he was great. All right. So <sighs> the winner of the Fool Tarot Award, the worst of the worst, the baddest of the bad, the biggest flop of the year goes to The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Lizzie, stick to your own world do not try and be a scary actress you can't do it you cannot do it lizzie mcguire <laughs> you cannot i w- i'm gonna have to trust you on that one uh the only one out of those movies that i've actually seen was hellboy and, and you gave it a one out of ten yeah i'm that angry about it which uh... let's move just, on. let's just say Let's it was the on. biggest letdown for me. <laughs> let's let's move on before we start getting too depressed. Yeah, it'll just be a, an episode of size. <laughs> okay. Now, for our second to last category, we are going to uh, bring in the uh, totally killer awesome card, the Herophant. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, the Herophant is kind of an interesting card. Um, it varies between decks, but usually it's portrayed as a very strong religious figure. Um, so I thought this would be a good symbol for Best Director of 2019. Um, these nominations, um, they've done some amazing work. We've had the opportunity to actually have one of them on our podcast, which is awesome. Um, and really, they give us all of this stuff that makes us so excited. They create horror and share it with the world. So we owe them a round of applause. Cue applause. <sighs> oh, no, that was just the Whales of the Damned. Crap. Oh, I prefer that anyway. Eh, seems more fitting. All right, so our nominees are Andy Machete for It Chapter 2. 
Ben Rock for Video Palace, Jordan Peel for Us, and Ari Aster for Midsummer. And, oh, 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 what's this? What is happening on my arm? Oh, no, I'm getting stigmata in the... Well, I guess if I'm going to have stigmata on my body, I might as well be the name of Ari Aster. Ah, da-da-da-da! Ari Aster, we love you so much. <laughs> Please be on our show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that didn't surprise anyone who listens to us. Um, although, it was a tight race between him and Ben Rock. So, way to go, podcasts. Heck yeah. Now... <sighs> Now it's time to close out our evening with the best horror of 2019. And note that we didn't say best horror movie or best horror whatever. It's just the best piece of horror from the last year. I feel like we need some cheesy uh, musical number or dance or (laughs) some sort of something that we can do to rival the Academy Awards. Well, I think the dance number, well, sometimes, I don't know, they usually have a yeah, musical number or something, but the dance numbers are more of the Tonys. That's valid. Best Horror 2019, like you said, Nathaniel. This does not have to be a movie. We've talked about a few different types of mediums here. Um, what we did is we looked through all of the categories after our initial ratings and picked out the four that had the highest ratings overall. Um, So this is not based on how many awards they have won. Um, It's not based on the crowns or the screams that we gave them in our original episodes. We tried to make this a holistic approach, look at the entire year. And then after the ratings had been completed, we looked at the biggest four. So the nominees for Best Horror 2019, which is the Magician card, which is a fairly known tarot card. And if you have ever seen a tarot card you've probably seen the magician the magician symbolizes the mantra as above so below as you will it thus it shall be and what better symbol to represent some of the greatest horror movies slash horror mediums of 2019 the plural of mediums is media of, uh, of medium is media all right english major the first nomination is Midsummer. This surprises nobody. But Midsummer, you are up for a nomination. Yep, and as we have uh and and yeah, that that should surprise no one. It has really pretty much swept all of the other awards so far uh that it is uh, been in the running for. The next one is It Chapter 2, which uh, has also done done some pretty good or has some pretty big wins. The third nomination is The Masterful Stranger Things 3, um, which has done very, very well this year. And as we discussed in one of our previous episodes, has a very dear spot in our hearts. And finally, we have Video Palace coming in as a horror fiction podcast. Uh, And as, as you know, we love it. So, you know, that's why it keeps coming up. What clever things should we do for this one? Oh, Nathaniel. My hand has started to automatically write. I think a ghost from beyond, maybe Payman from Hereditary, is moving my hand. And it is spelling the winner. The best horror, 2019. The winner of the Magician Tarot goes to... Video Palace, a fellow podcast. 
Absolutely. And so I guess, do you want to talk about why we uh, decided on Video Palace over everything else that was very formidable in uh, in those nominations? Absolutely. Um, so Video Palace knocked out Stranger Things 3, It Chapter 2, and Midsummer, all huge power players in the horror genre. And I think the big reason for me is Video Palace had something that those other three did not, and that was a staying kind of unsettling fear that lasted a while. I listened to Video Palace as I was driving in the middle of nowhere, and regardless if I had been in a big city, the things that they talk about on Video Palace and the story that has been created is really creepy and very terrifying and sticks to you. Midsummer is dark and very unsettling and very well created, but at the end of the movie, I could disassociate that that was a movie and I'm fine. It Chapter 2, the same with Pennywise. We knew Pennywise. It was scary to watch, for sure, but it did not have that almost permanent feel to it. Video Palace had me checking over my back uh, and looking things up. I wanted to know more about this lore that they were crafting. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, you know, all of them are, are really strong entries. I would say It Chapter 2 was, was I would say, probably the, the least strong out of, out of those ones, just in terms of, you know, what we connected with. Uh, but then, yeah, Stranger Things 3, I, you know, we we both loved it, but it I think at the end of the day just didn't quite have that that staying power in terms of like scare factor. Um, you know, it was definitely more of a like sci-fi adventure than a, a horror piece this time around. Uh, and then Mid- Midsummer was just such a different kind of horror movie, and and that's not to say that that it's less valid or anything like that, but uh, it was more of a, an upsetting movie than a scary movie to me. Um, you know, it, it was about some real life horrors and, and also just, you know, kind of just showing what, what people do to each other in, in the, in the name of faith or in the name of family. And, and like, that's, that's terrifying for sure. But Video Palace was that kind of wonderful Lovecraftian horror where things just slowly got out of hand and the performances were fantastic. The directing was fantastic. And I just felt so immersed in it as I listened to it. Um, you know, I, I love that, you know, how we ended up getting the the director of Video Palace, Ben Rock, on the show was because, you know, it simply, you know, I, I shot you a text saying, hey, check out this podcast. You know, I, I've heard good things about it. I listened to a couple episodes. I, I absolutely dug it. You listened to it. You tweeted about it. And then, you know, within a few days... Ben was on the show, and and you know we we definitely again if Ben if you're listening we appreciate it. Um, so you know it. So in in part you know what one thing that we wanted to recognize is that you know that that podcasting can have such a, a powerful or it can be such a powerful medium, uh, regardless of the fact that you know there's no uh, visual component to it. It was still terrifying and really got under our skin, even without having to look at something. And that, I think, is something that I wanted everyone and our listeners to know, that just because horror movies are kind of the go-to thing, there's so much more out there. If you enjoy horror, go look at your horror poetry. Um, find a new podcast. 
read a book. There's so much out there that can scare you and excite you and give you those thrills. And I think Video Palace is kind of the overarching symbol of all of this. It really was out there. It was very not well known for a long time. And it's so good. The storytelling, the lore that it's crafted, the acting, the environment sets. It's definitely deserving of the best horror 2019. So, Video Palace, congratulations. And all of those who worked on Video Palace, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us something so good. Yes, bravo. We, we absolutely loved it. Okay, so um, any final thoughts? Oh, I guess we could we could just explicitly say here, uh, all of the uh, winners of these awards, if any representative of any of these things wants uh, to be emailed or physically mailed uh, an award, I will make something up for you. Yes, so will I. That sounds like my jam. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that probably based on, you know, budgets and all of that we might just be sending something to video palace uh <laughs> please hit us up ben in fact yes. we'll, we'll talk to you soon anyway because we're probably going to do something with him again soon so that'll be awesome um but yeah it we we absolutely uh love the horror genre and also if, if there's a movie that we missed please tell us about it uh, I know that there's some that you know I've, I've been kind of peripherally aware of that that you know we haven't you know neither of us have seen, uh, and I would love to to get a recommendation and and maybe kind of you know rethink uh, where some of those awards. Uh, so maybe we'll do that at, you know at the end of the year or something like that, um, because yeah, there are a few movies that I know I I wish I would have checked out. Uh, Honestly, I just I don't feel like I've I've consumed enough new horror this year, uh, and I only really became fully aware of that when when I sat down to to try to come up with with some stuff for these awards. And I also also want to let everyone know who's listening. We would love to have your interaction with this for next year. This was an, an, an inaugural inaugural man. Pazuzu has me strong tonight. Um, episode, and we just don't want it to be up to us we would love to hear feedback from the community about what was good and what was not and really create this kind of community event next year to really award the most deserving horror media i guess with that the last thing we have to say is stay spooky stay spooky need even more scream kings here's our obligatory shameless social media plug follow us on twitter or instagram at scream kings pod you could also email us at screenkingspodcast at gmail.com. Help us reach a wider audience of horror fans by leaving a review on iTunes or by sharing a link on social media. You can also support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash screenkings. Stay spooky.